Welcome, everybody, to week five of the Westward Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, I'm going to make the power rankings really quick this week because we have a great guest. Uh, Galligan is on here to discuss uh, this week's blockbuster trade and uh, what went wrong with his team. All right, here we go. Uh, Number 12 is Stevie. When you trade away your two best players and get one good player in return, uh, you go to the basement and you don't come out of it. So from here on out, he will be number 12. Devin gains one just because of Stevie. So he's 11. 10 is Sweeney. Uh, Nine is Tim, who got his first win of the season. Eight is Trevor. Uh, Seven is Galligan. Six, I hate to say it, Six is me. I've dropped five places. I'm two and two and staring down the barrel of two and three. Uh, D is five. Katie's four, who's moved up three spaces after having a great week, scoring 137 points. I think she's a a really good team, and she's a lock for the playoffs. Uh, Number three is Marissa. Two is Weber, who has the most points in the league. And one is Steve, who has the most wins in the league. And not only does he have the most wins, but he also has DeAndre Hopkins and Melvin Gordon. Uh, Didn't suffer even one week from the Dalvin Cook uh, season-ending injury, Uh, and he he looks to be the best team going forward. All right, let's not waste any more time on power rankings. Let's go right to uh, my talk with Galligan. Galligan, what's up? This is so professional. It really is. I can't get over it. It really you don't realize this when you're on the other side, but this is I had to like download an app for this, and this is very exciting. Uh, I've been waiting for this uh, this <laughs> podcast since you in, you emailed me a couple of weeks ago, demanding to get on here to defend your team. So, yeah, and that's that's totally backfired because ever since I sent you that email, my team has turned into an absolute trash fire. So yeah, you're a dumpster it's all over. fire. That's. Well, it's really bad. Okay, well, if it's all over, are you going to sell your team like Stevie did? Well, you know, it's also week four, so I probably won't do that yet. But yeah. I am starting Brandon Marshall in 2017. Yeah, so are the Giants. Like, every week, so, you know. Well, that's a good place to be. Um, yeah, and, you know, and people think I'm a lot better because I went to the Glory Bowl last year. But I had, like, a legitimate cheat code last year. I got to use Ty Montgomery as a wide receiver all season, so I had three running backs yeah. at all times. And yet, so it, this is—I told—I totally deserve all this. Well, you had a healthy Andrew Luck, and you had Ezekiel Elliott oh, before yeah. he was that. Before or after he hit his sort of girlfriend? That's a great question because I—I I don't. There's there's been more than one incident. Really, I believe he had some problems at Ohio State. So well. I mean, so has everyone. Like, they had Maurice Claret, you know? And Terrell Pryor. He got a tattoo one time, and that caused the death penalty. Well. Uh, and now he's a good receiver, so the world keeps on moving. Well, that's debatable this year. He ha- He's had, like, one good play. I don't even know. What team is he even on? He's on the Redskins. Uh, oh, we can't say that word. Can't say that word. Okay. Uh, what should I – what should they go by? Hmm. I don't know. The, the white people? The what? <laughs> the R's. The R's. The R words. The R words. Okay, but that could be That's... taken so many different ways. All <laughs> yeah, of them so offensive. Little... <laughs> the racist. That's what they should be. The racist. All right. I feel like you've kind of had your uh, your ire up recently. Um, 
Like it's you, because I was I was called a bitch boy the other day. Uh, I was actually called Pete's bitch boy. Wow, that so, is that's not a good place to be. Uh. It's not. I, I drew a lot of uh, a high-ranking member of this league. Oh, I mean, everyone was was a little passionate one day. <laughs> um, I think we all said things we wish we could take back. I don't really regret anything I said. Well, you I don't never regret do. Regret my actions. No, no. you never do. Uh, but if we try to take, you know, personal feelings out of it, <laughs> how do you just feel about this trade between Steve and Stevie? The vetoed trade or the redone one? All right. So, yeah, let's take a step back. Uh, the veto trade initially was seeing Steve send Stefan Diggs and Dalvin Cook and Jamison Crowder for... Uh, Melvin Gordon and DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Mind you, this was week four, and Dalvin Cook is out for the year. With a blown-up knee, and he'll be a first-round pick next year? Yeah. Um, <laughs> he'll be a first-round <laughs> No one round- understands our damn keeper system. Well, despite what Stevie says, uh, Stevie <laughs> definitely doesn't understand it. Uh, Pretty useless saying, like, oh, no, I understand, but how about you explain it so I make sure that you understand? Exactly. Well, so he, he thought that he that Dalvin Cook would drop some rounds because of the injury. So, yeah. So that was, like, a clear indication that he didn't know what he was doing. Uh, and then I explained it to him, and, <laughs> and then he was like, eh, I don't really care. He, he, his quote was... Yeah, that's another red flag. Yeah. So then I didn't know how to feel about that. He's uh he's basically saying he doesn't care about fantasy football, but he cares enough to trade uh his best two players to the best team in the league and bail the best team in the league out of a uh a a tough situation. Uh it 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 just it left a bad taste in my mouth. And yeah, and here's here's where my big veto came in because i I'll, I'll say i vetoed it and apparently i was one of the only people when confronted by the commissioner who actually admitted to uh being a part of a vetoer yeah me you and trevor well, I, I yeah we're the only three noble ones and i know a couple other people who were definitely on the veto side and they just uh didn't go through with it but my big point about vetoing was i happened to be in intense trade discussions with uh, the commissioner about Jamison Crowder, and here's here's something that's been going on for years. And this is what really drew my frustration: is for years. And this is baseball and football. Trading with Steve Stavik is very frustrating, and it always ends with when you finally get an agreement. He says, "You propose it, and I won't leave you hanging." He never is the proposer, and then this is like the fifth time where we've had an agreement in place. And then he comes back and says, I got another deal. So that's what I was just like, uh, not this fucking time. Because fool me once, shame on you. Fool me five times, you get your trades vetoed. <laughs> so that that was the big reason you vetoed it. It wasn't... Uh... That was, it was one of those things like, this fucking dude did this again? And this we had a baseball one a couple years ago that I got pretty angry about. that he uh, And then he made a trade with his wife with the same players that we all agreed on, so... Uh, it was old, it was bringing back old memories of that, and then at the same time, Sheridan, like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, that that's where where my uh, veto comes in. Uh, I don't I don't have a problem with what Steve did. I don't think Steve misled Sheridan in any way. 
I think if I was in Steve's shoes, Steve is very good. Yeah, Steve makes spreadsheets and everything, telling you exactly how the keeper system works. This is not on him at all. If I was offered that same trade, I would agree to it too. Yeah, me, me as well. And but I was sending a message to Stevie: "Fuck you! You don't get to give <laughs> up yet." You know, like Stevie's three and one and in fourth place. Well, his team's fucking terrible. Like it is terrible. He is. <laughs> He's currently. He currently has three players in the starting lineup. <laughs> he, uh, uh, spoiler alert, he's in the bottom of my power rankings for the rest of the year. Um, <laughs> he, he, but he missed the draft. He's he's come out and said he doesn't care this year, but it's kind of upsetting to see someone who doesn't care care enough to trade his best players to the best team in the league in week four. If this it's is true. week ten. I don't know that I I get uh, upset about it. You know, I get a little bummed because, you know, the stiff competition becomes even stiffer, but I understand. But going back to the trade that was actually vetoed, I don't even think it helped Stevie's team. Like if, it doesn't at all. Like if he's keeping Dalvin Cook in the first round next year, he's hurting his chances. It doesn't make <laughs> any sense. Round- yeah, well, like in Stefan Diggs, do you trust any wide receiver on the Minnesota Vikings? I, I do. I mean, I think Diggs is actually like an elite receiver. Uh, maybe maybe he's only a high-end wide receiver too, and he I think he can be kept in like the fifth or the sixth round next year. So he's valuable, and I understand why he's a guy that uh, Stevie would go after. But in week four, mm-hmm. when your team is three and one, this is just a I don't want to try this year move, you know. And here's the other thing: our league isn't very good this year. No, it is wide You're two open. Two and two. I'm two and two. Uh, see, everyone keeps kept on changing their names. I don't even know who's who. But Weber's with his horrible name is two and two. Uh, it's the best name in the league. Um, I, I, I just don't. I don't get it. It's just he has a lot of Devontes, and you can interchange a bunch of letters and still spell Devonte. Um, uh, yeah, he's two and two and he might go two and three. I'm probably going two and three. Uh, there's a lot of room at the top. Uh, so I don't know what Stevie's doing. Uh, but fuck you, Stevie. It's, it just makes no sense what he's doing. And I was just going to say, and, and we vetoed to help him out and all he did was get upset about it. I know. I talked to him afterwards. Yeah, and he was just like, "Well, I don't know." And now I'm second guessing the whole thing. Like, well, you should have second guessed it when it, you know you're going to do it. But and then they made just a mega blockbuster instead, and I wasn't going to veto twice. Yeah, I, it wasn't worth the shitstorm. And like, the message was sent to Stevie, and he said, "All right, well, I'm still doing it." So like, there's nothing we could do. At least he got Corey Davis uh, out of it, and and Duke yeah. Johnson. Like Duke Johnson's the only guy on the Browns worth starting. Well, I hope th- I I, th- I got attacked by the commissioner, so I hope that this doesn't lead to future veto trades and bad blood. I don't think it will. I mean, I think we all got heated, and then we <laughs> cooler heads prevailed. Steve still got his guys, had to give up a little more of his uh, assets in the future. I think it worked out as good as... It's like a failed physical. Yes, exactly. The player failed his physical, and he had to add some... It's like the Kyrie Irving trade all over again. Yeah, but it's like, didn't we already know Dalvin Cook was failing his physical? (laughs) 
Yeah, his knee is made out of Twizzlers, so I mean, it's not exactly a shock. Yeah, well, we we had at first the team doctor was Doctor Nick Riviera. <laughs> he went to ups- Hollywood Upstairs Medical School. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So. Overall, the trade's fine. I don't think anyone's upset anymore, except you, who got screwed out of a deal for Jamison Crowder. Of all the people, like I could have gotten Jamison Crowder. <laughs> no, like that's what I'm upset about. No, I'm just what I, my team is just horrible. And what I find funny is, I guarantee uh, that deal could have been done without Jamison Crowder. That's what really bugged me too. And I thought when it got vetoed that he'd come back to me, and then he didn't even mention it. Well, and then also, I guess Stevie uh, said that he was shocked that no one else came offered him a different trade, but that would have been like the biggest dick move ever. <laughs> like, oh my god, I can't imagine what would happen if <laughs> like if if we if we screw Steve out of the trade and then get DeAndre Hopkins from him, that would have oh. like I think that might have like blown the league up. You know, we might not be talking right now if we had done that. <laughs> I know. It's- I do feel like there is some uh, tension that you and Steve. I think Steve needs to be the next guest on this podcast. Well, I, yeah, I mean, he, th- I, I think I think there needs to be some uh, tension loosened. Well, well, I think I'm less uh, loosen the tension by landing him a Super Nintendo Classic. Uh, those oh. those things are hard to come by, and I only got one of them, and it's going to Steve. He's paying me, of course. Uh, oh. <laughs> I was like, "What a nice guy!" Yeah, no, fuck that, no way. I, <laughs> uh, uh, if I got it and Danielle was getting it from me, she'd be paying me too. <laughs> I think from there, I want to know how you're feeling about your team the rest of the way. Are you <laughs> My team. are you selling? I guess is the real question. Are you steving yet? When are you steving? Yeah. When can I get have Antonio Brown? Uh, so I'm gonna hold off. Andrew Luck was practicing this week. Montgomery's ribs are not all the way snapped in half. They're just really hurt, and he practiced today, so I think he might play. So, And I'm playing Sweeney, and he's, he's in wedding mode right now. He's, I'm favored to win by 20 points right now, so hopefully, you know, see how it goes this week and then reevaluate. All right. Just... But I can't keep starting. Ben, ben Roethlisberger is just the worst. Yeah, I I mean I I might, I might have to go with Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler, I wouldn't I wouldn't do Smoking that. Smoking Jay. I got uh I got Alex Smith and Matt Ryan if you want to make a deal. Who Alex Smith, can I? Uh he's he's like the best second best quarterback in fantasy, all right? See, here's the problem. I don't really watch the NFL anymore. I haven't really been paying much attention. I Well, you know who I sucks? Know. Antonio Brown. Oh, does he? Yeah. Well, you know what? Ben Roethlisberger doesn't throw him the ball enough, so that's been my real. He's only you know the fearless forecast is only fifty six yards. Well, Ben Roethlisberger doesn't throw anyone enough to anyone no. enough. He like not Martavis Bryant, uh, not Jesse James, who like I don't even know why I'm talking about him. Um, so, do you remember when he sexually assaulted multiple women? Uh, Ben Roethlisberger. Or Jesse yeah. James. I do remember. Rapeless Burger. I hate Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. He's like my least favorite Me guy too. in the NFL. So I don't know why he's even on your team. You should cut him loose. Because he, he stands for the flag. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll let the sexual assault stay or go if you, as long as you stand for my flag. I didn't know he had such strong beliefs. <laughs> I'm actually enlisting in the military tomorrow. I can't make the wedding. All right. So if you're enlisting, do you care about your team anymore? <laughs> no, I'll give you anyone you want. Okay. Antonio Brown's looking pretty spicy right now. <laughs> um, um, all right. So you're not giving up yet. Uh, but please, when you do, let me know. I can do that. But you're probably going to go three and two, and Weber and I are probably going to lose, and we're going to go two and three. Uh, so you'll be sitting in the playoff spot come next week. It might I feel be... like I'm like I'm like the Jets. Like somehow I have two wins. Yeah, uh, it's a shock to me as well because I did <laughs> rip into your team on uh, the first podcast I did. So here's what happened during that because you ripped on like me drafting a kicker. Yeah, your draft was a Very fucking early. mess. And, that, and that's because I was too busy watching the Netflix hit series Atypical about an autistic child in uh, high school. And it was very heartwarming and I totally lost track of time. And when I opened up the app, I already had drafted a kicker. Wait, is that true? That's 100% true. I hope have, you watched, have you watched the show? It's really good. No, I mean, I've watched that one Disney movie where there's like a deaf uh, amateur wrestler. So I imagine it's similar. Oh, okay. Michael Rappaport is in this one, so... Oh, I don't watch... I do not watch anything with Michael Rappaport. (laughs) Well, you're missing out, then. Uh, Ian Rappaport, however. Maybe. Rappaport. Rappaport. Um, So, so you were watching that, but I think if we're we're going back to me ripping into your team... um, (laughs) You you cut Kyle Rudolph when you could have kept him in the eighth, and then you drafted him in the fifth no, or no, sixth. No. Uh, I auto drafted him in the fifth. Well, that means I, I honestly didn't keep him. Yeah, uh, you cut a lot of people, and then you made some weird keeps, and you you, you honestly deserve to have zero wins right now. So, like, wait, Cole Beasley as a keep in a late round wasn't good, and Terrence West. And Thomas Rawls, who was a healthy scratch last week, is now the starting running back in Seattle, so I'm feeling pretty good. Well, we'll see. I'm not convinced. Like, there's the J.D. McKissick and uh, Eddie Lacy. Pete Carroll said that he's going to take the load. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. Maybe maybe that will finally – end up being a good decision. That'll be like the one good decision you made. (laughs) He does have 1.65 fantasy points this year. No, well, the big thing was, I thought Ezekiel Elliott was going to get suspended. That was my big thing. Yeah, so did his girlfriend. Yeah, so did like every female on planet Earth. And instead, Steve Stavik has been starting him. And he's in first place. As in, is (laughs) 4-0. Yeah, this is this is all this is why I vetoed. There's just a lot of pent up rage. I'm just very jealous of his. Uh... I, I think I think we're all jealous of the amount of luck he's had, particularly with Elliot. I know, but now now you can't argue with it. Like now he's got a juggernaut, and we just have to do what we can to stop him. Mainly, you're going to need to give up and then trade me your players. Okay. Like I said, if you want to trade, I literally don't know who any up-and-coming running backs are, so you can probably fleece me pretty nicely. Nice. Well, you don't have any any of them, so not interested. True. <laughs> I have a couple that I could uh, give to you. Is, is DeMarco Murray still not any good? No. Um, <laughs> you know, when you have 
a running back by committee in Tennessee, which is apparently what they have, you can't really bank on any of them to do anything good. When you're relying on Tennessee Titans in general, it usually doesn't go very well. All right, so I'm going to give you this uh, a couple minutes if you want to defend your team, or we can jump into predicting the matchups. There's no defending my team. I need Andrew Luck to come back. Uh, I need every running back in – I need at least one running back in Tennessee and every running back besides Thomas Rawls in Seattle to break their legs. That's a a big ask. That's that's, that's all I need, and then I feel pretty confident about my team. All right, then why don't you defend your team's name? So it all comes back to the podcast you had, I believe, with Tim. No, you were this uh, the team. What is, was that? D. No, I, I had a podcast with Sweeney in which we ripped on everyone's team names. I'm getting them all confused. So yeah, it was after listening to that one, and uh, I decided because I believe it was Sweeney then who said he hated the name combinations. Yeah, and, and then one, and then you nailed the it. Can... You absolutely nailed it. I don't know. Maybe oh, the, you like it? I do. The logo. You're a big Candace Bergen fan. <laughs> uh, who isn't? The logo leaves a little to be desired. It's Candace Bergen. Murphy I know Brown. Murphy Brown, but your name isn't Murphy Brown. It's Murray I Brown. So... <laughs> it's just not good. <laughs> so there's a racist way to take this, or you could have just slapped a, you know. A, a helmet on her or something <laughs> what's the racist way uh put her in blackface oh okay i'll have to get yeah, the may- ms paint open yeah maybe don't do that um all right let's let's look at the matchups and i want to hear your hot takes oh i got them all i know you do um so let's start let's start with probably the worst matchup this week uh trevor's taking on Devin. <laughs> Devin leads 4-2 all-time. Who you got? So, I don't know if you remember this. Remember years and years and years ago when Trevor got hit by a car? Uh, Vaguely. So, he was chasing two at the street, I believe, during track practice. And uh, he got hit by a mail truck. So, you got to keep your head on a swivel at all times. So, I'm going with the sick folklore with the upset to take down Trevor. First win of the season. Um, how is how is this Nick folklore stuff like? How first of all, where is the Nick folklore, and also how is he constantly in last place every single year? Um, so one, the fail son manifesto has sort of taken over. I don't know what the fuck's going on with that. I know, like I used to think that the Nick folklore was confusing, but the fail son <laughs> yeah. manifesto. At least Nick Folklore is just about like jerking off other players or something. Like this yeah. is just getting out of hand. It's fun and lighthearted, whereas like reading the manifesto makes me want to, you know, it's a suicide note. It is. Week. It is. Uh, I'll literally, if I ever do commit su- suicide, I will point to the Fail Sun Manifesto as kind of my jumping-off point. Uh, you know what? Now that I'm looking at Trevor's team, I think I'm going to switch my vote to him. Yeah, I would. Uh, Pierre Garcon and Carlos Hyde, they're playing Indianapolis. Uh, and take it from me, when those two score a lot of points, Trevor does very well. So we both got Trevor there. Um, next matchup. Uh, ooh, this is a, this is a nice one. The two Webbers, uh, Weber leads eight, five against D all time. Uh, who you got? Well, Weber had the, or Weber had the big pickup of the week with Jared Goff 
and now has him in his starting lineup. Hey, that's and that's his quarterback of the future. Drew it's B- par- I, I liked it a lot better when the Rams were terrible, but now they're like a juggernaut. I'm going to go with D, though. You can't really go against Aaron Rodgers in Dallas primetime. That's the big game. He's he's going to step up. Yeah, I think I think so as well. Against the Patriots secondary. Yeah. Um uh, yeah, Jackson could easily go off uh cuz they don't New England is the worst defense in like 10 years. Uh mm-hmm. in the NFL. Like not the worst Patriots defense, like the worst NFL defense in like 10 years. Like including the Cleveland Browns. I- including. Uh so I would typically go Weber here, but he doesn't have Breeze or Freeman. Uh, so he's That's right. and he's starting a New York Jet running back. I know Blau Pow, Blau 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 Blau. Um, yeah. So Weber, despite having the most points in the league right now, is probably going to go two and three. Uh, I've only beaten Webers this year. I just realized. Really? Oh, lucky mm-hmm. you. All right, yeah. the next matchup is uh, Tim versus Marissa. She leads 5-2 all-time. Who you got? So Tim's another one like the Nick Folklore, constantly like kind of in the basement. And I, But here's what I don't understand. Marissa's team has always focused on like white New England Patriots and Matt Stafford for years and years and years. I don't understand how she's consistently a good team. Well, uh, she always has great running backs, um, and she Le'Veon Bell helps. But I know this a guy named Smallwood. <laughs> this week she doesn't look great, like because of all of her buys. But she doesn't have uh, either Thomas in her lineup. So Demarius Thomas and Michael Thomas. So that really hurts her. She's literally playing two tight ends this week. Oh, I didn't even re- and one's Charles Clay. Yeah, this is by far her uh, her worst week for for buys. So I'm actually, um, you know what? I said that Tim would go three and three, and I'm picking Tim here. So you know what? I like that because Frank Gore's playing San Francisco, and that's a uh, you know it's his former team. He probably wants to stick it to him a bit. So yeah, and they suck. You know what? And they, yeah, and that everyone's talking about the Colts defense. You know. The, Let's not act like the uh, 49ers defense is any great shakes either. So, yeah, Tim. I like Tim. Wow. Both picking against Marissa. That never works out. But uh, next matchup, <laughs> we have your matchup. And you and Sweeney are tied 8-8 all time. We are? You are 8-8. Eight and eight. I – so he has Deshaun Watson going, who has been unbelievable. But he's going against Kansas City. So I feel like this is where kind of the luck runs out. And also, Sweeney's occupied with, you know, marital bliss, bliss uh, coming up next week. So I think I caught him on a uh, vulnerable week. So I'm going to go with my team. All right. Yeah. Uh, I don't love picking your team, but I'm going to do Apparently. it. I'm going to do it this time. Uh, you're, mm-hmm. pre- you're not really suffering from any buys, although you are playing Brandon Marshall. Um, it's, he's my best option. <laughs> uh Sweeney right now isn't starting his uh, first or second round picks from the draft. Uh, so that is concerning. Sweeney's uh, a good guy. That's why. Yeah. He's he's just trying to help you win. Uh, so, yeah. So we both have you. Hate to do it, but we do. All right. Next matchup. <laughs> uh, Stevie and Katie. And Stevie leads 5-3 all time. But right now he's projected for 60 points. 
Well, that's also because his current starting lineup is Carson Wentz, Jimmy Graham, uh, the kicker from the Cowboys, and a Richard Richard Matthews, Matthews. from the Titans. Yeah. That's it. That's it. I so would I, if he doesn't start anyone else, I, I would give the nod to Katie. There is literally no way that group of four players scores sixty points. No way. I don't think so. No way. Like th- Terrell, oh, Terrell Pryor's not even playing. Marshawn Lynch, <laughs> Jamal Charles. What year is he playing this in? It. <laughs> he just well, he traded Gillisley for Jamal Charles. I probably should have vetoed that one. That one was pretty bad, too. I didn't even know Jamal Charles was still in the NFL. I've said this, but I think that uh, Stevie should have a chaperone when it comes to fantasy football. (laughs) He's not even starting digs. That's like his big pickup. Yeah, I don't think he's looked at this in a while. No. Um, And also, Diggs is his only wide receiver not on a bye, so things uh, are going to get a little dicey. Oh, that's yeah. He's losing this. Uh, he's losing. He also has a guy. He, he does have one wide receiver who's four percent owned, and his name is Juju Smith Schuster. Yeah, I guess uh, Stan was telling me that uh, Stevie saw him do like a uh, a Street Fighter celebration in in the end zone in that. <laughs> which that in and of itself, you know, it's like it's a good reason to pick someone up. But he spent four dollars on him. <laughs> He's four percent owned. Every one dollar for every percentage owned. Yeah, um, and Katie has a good team. Like she really does. Katie's team is good. Tom Brady's always terrifying. Yeah, but look, oh, that's another. Uh, she has another Mi- woman beater. She has Mike Evans and uh, Doug Martin uh, against the Pats. So yeah, Mike Evans is going to score three thousand points. Yeah, just like, by I could see her scoring more points than any other team this week. I agree. Um, all right, last matchup. The, the grudge match. The grudge match. Everything is settled. And it is so evenly matched right now. Well, he's not starting a kicker. So and but I don't I have to start he's taking a, a knee. I have to start Alex Smith. But uh I actually lead this matchup six four all time. Uh and I think that becomes six five. I hate it, but I think I'm going two and three here. On, and Steve's going to do it on the backs of uh, DeAndre Hopkins and fucking Melvin Gordon. Yeah, what you know, Hopkins. Actually, well, Hopkins is going against the Chiefs, so yeah. I just I have to play Hopkins two weeks in a row, and I know he's just going to fucking destroy me again. Probably, but you know, we'll see. Jay Ajayi, if he scores less than ten points again, I'm just going to throw in the towel and i'm gonna i'm gonna be the seller next week <laughs> we have uh kareem hunt he's been pretty good pretty good he's uh <laughs> he's been very good and i'm and not how's trading your team only two and two i'm looking at your team right now it should be way better it should be uh i had really bad luck in week three uh, where i scored 125 and lost and then week four i just i had just everyone shit the bed so you're Everyone. the Patriots of this league. I'm the Jets. You're the Patriots. I'm not the Patriots. And somehow, and somehow we have the same record. I'm I'm not the Patriots. I'm like, hmm. What's a likable team? Because I think I'm kind of like. <laughs> everyone loves me. Everyone. That's true. I guess. All right. Um. <laughs> I I feel like I did this out of order, but I don't want to let you go yet. So, uh. 
I don't know if, if you listened to last week, you heard that uh, Weber and I had a little bit of a competition where we drafted a team of six tight ends. Anyway, so to recap, I had Travis Kelsey, Zach Ertz, the Claymaker, Charles Clay, uh, Kyle Rudolph, Ben Watson, and Ryan Griffin. Weber had Gronk, Jason Witten, Delaney Walker, Evan Ingram, Kobe Fleener, and Jared Cook. All right, Galligan, who do you think won? Uh, you, easily. Yeah, I uh, destroyed him. Uh, my Weber's t- second pick was Jason Witten. Yeah, I mean, Jason. Like- <laughs> J- after two weeks, Jason Witten was the top tight end, but after three weeks, he was like barely in the top ten. Um, but my top three, Charles Clay actually had 16 points last week. Uh, Zach Ertz had 13, and Travis Kelsey had 24 or 25. So those top three actually outscored his entire roster of six. I do kind of hate how Travis Kelsey is like fake Gronk and even has like the meathead, but he's like a fake meathead. Yeah, like he can't even do that 100%, you know? No, he's very unlikable. He is, and he hasn't been at WrestleMania, you know what I mean? (laughs) He's not in Dunkin' Donuts commercials at all. I think he's in a KFC commercial, though. Ugh, Travis Kelsey wants to be likable. Yeah. Um, All right, so I was thinking maybe you could come up with the punishment that Weber has to endure. (laughs) Because we didn't name it. We agreed on that there would be a punishment. Um, But Mm -hmm. since you're on this week, I think you get to decide. Now, he's not going to Key West, right? He is not. So that's... Ocean in a suit is the the definite winner for that. Yeah, I don't know how uh, Kara would react to that. (laughs) It's what dry cleaning's for. I don't know. I mean, how extreme can we go? I think it needs to be semi-harmless, you know. Okay. But I, I know what he can. I know what he can do. All right. What's he doing? He has to eat a peanut butter and jalapeno sandwich. Holy shit! Yes, <laughs> and we're we're gonna film it. Yeah, Weber has to eat a peanut butter and jalapeno sandwich. A peanut butter and jalapeno. A PB and J. It can be crunchy. It can be crunchy. <laughs> It is a PB and J. It can be crunchy. It can be smooth. It doesn't matter. But right. he has to have a jalapeno. Yeah, uh, sucks to be him. Um, and we will make Good that crunch. happen uh, very soon. All right, Galligan, I've kept you long enough. Uh, anything else you want to add before we cut this conversation? I wish my team was better so I would be able to defend myself better. But thank you for having me. Oh, yeah, my pleasure. And if your team ever does get good, you can come back and defend it. Perfect. All right. Later. (laughs) See ya.